Ego compares you to other people. Your ego is like comparing you to like, well, I'm better than her yes. this way. But your self-esteem compares you to you. Like where you're like, but how am I doing in life? You're like, just, where am I at? You're really <laughs> throwing me through a loop in this episode. <laughs> no, sorry. I'm sorry. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Mean Girl Pod. Happy Monday. Happy Monday or whenever you're listening to this. That's true. We are presented by Let's Just Do It. Pink yeah. Whitney. Cheers. 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 If you go out this weekend, take a shot of Pink Whitney. It's pink. <laughs> Good. And also remember to tell us if you shoot your shot, slide into our DMs and tell us how you did because we want to repost, repost you. A few people did that and it was really cool to read their like little things of what they did. Hund- I mm, No. Yes, it's great. I'm I'm banning myself from saying Hundo P. Sorry. Yes, Why? I don't know. Like, Do you want me to respond Hundo P to yeah, you? Yeah, bet. Bet. Slay. <laughs> I was in Florida this weekend and I learned some Florida slang and I was like... They're like, run it back, bet. And I was like, all right, okay, cool. <laughs> all right, let's do it. Let's just dive right into how your weekend was. Oh, on, yeah. On that note. Ba-dun-dun-ching. Yeah, so another weekend goes by where we did not see each other. And yet another summer weekend where Jordan travels. When I moved to New York City, everyone was like, New York City on the weekend is dead. Everyone leaves. And I'm like, no, no, no. You're lying. I've not been here one weekend. In the summer. These are summer weekends. Did I, oh, sorry. Did I not say that? You just forgot the word summer, which is pivotal because in the winter we're all here. <laughs> sorry. Let me rephrase that. New York in the summer. No one is here. And I didn't believe people because I was like, there's no way everyone leaves. I haven't been here one weekend since my birthday. And I am only here one more weekend until Labor Day or until after Labor Day. That's... That's true. You are. You've been mm-hmm. traveling a lot. Where where were you this weekend? So this past weekend, I was in Florida with Sydney Wells, who does Barstool Outdoors. She does a segment called Out of Office, where she takes Barstool employees. Alex was supposed to come, but she's training for Rough and Rowdy, so she wasn't able to. But she takes Barstool employees out of the office and puts them in um, an environment that they're not used to. So obviously, me, I went fishing. Um Hunted some fish, shot some fish with a bone arrow. Show your bruise. Oh, yeah, it's kind of gone now, but you can kind of see. Battle wound. Battle wound because I shot a a fish with a bone arrow. That is so cool. And you hit the fish, right? I hit the fish. And to be clear, before people come for me, the fish is an invasive species. It's destroying the environment. So it's a fish that they actually, if you do catch, want you to remove from the water because it's hurting the environment so badly. So we should be thanking you. Yes, you should be thanking <laughs> Thank you. Our for hero. Your You're welcome. <laughs> oh my our, our very own in-house hero removing bad species from the water. <laughs> that's not something. That's that's a shoot your shot. Cheers. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that's oh, what I'm I definitely shot my shot because, um, I mean, it's, I think it's pretty clear that I am not an outdoorsy girl. <laughs> Not your average fisherman, Jordan no. Woodruff. But hey, I'm killing it in Barstool's Most Dangerous Games, and I was just in the outdoors. So. Oh, please plug Barstool's Most Dangerous Games, please. Thank you. Oh, yeah, so last week, episode one, two, and three of Barstool's Most Dangerous Games was re- was released, and now this week, on Tuesday and Thursday, um, Barstool's Most Dangerous Games episode th- four and five will be released, the final finale. And if you're, like, listening to this and you're like, I haven't watched any of them, just go to YouTube and catch up. Like, yeah. You can watch them whenever. They're, they're always there. They're very timely. Totally timely. Yeah, you could watch in like a month. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. It, it's um, a reality show like Barstool vs. America that Alex did. It was a blast. Very challenging, but one of the coolest things that I've done. Um, <sighs> joint shot. <laughs> We're not actually taking the shots. We're just cheersing no, them. We got to take the drinking back just a little bit until Alex is done with Rough and Rowdy. Sober? I don't I don't go sober until August 1, but drinking so miserable right now. I'm just starting now. Yeah, and honestly, like, 
rough and rowdy is such an important event like we got to take it serious yes we do we're buckling down That's right <laughs> i'm actually auctioning off your number right now my dms this guy was like if you, this guy said if you win rough and rowdy i get jordan's number and i was like okay i might be blonde but i'm not an idiot if alex wins rough and rowdy or if I lose, irrelevant. You can have Jordan's number if you buy Rough and Roundy 90 times and screenshot it to me. And he just responded and said, so $2,700 for Jordan's number? And I'm like, that's right. That's correct. Good math. Okay, at first I was going to say, hell no, do not give my number out to a stranger. But when you when you led with or ended with the 90 times of him buying it, sold. If he's going to spend $2,700 for your number, I am going to give it to him despite yes. telling you or not. You may. You <laughs> Thank may. You. Thank you. <laughs> This guy. Okay, I'll send it to him later after he sends the screenshots. Oh my god, I'm dead. Yes. Um, but no, I don't want to talk too much about Florida besides one thing. I mean, I do, but I don't want to spoil it because Sydney's coming out with a full episode of what we're doing. Yeah, let, yeah, don't spoil it. But I have a story. Oh! Okay, so something really weird happened. We were on a boat, and it was a nice boat. We went to the, the, the deep sea. We went to the middle of the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to check on how far out you were. We only went four miles. I was going to say, I'm going to text her and say, how how deep in the ocean were we? Um, but the bottom of the boat had, like, a rough surface. You know how, like, there's, like, a surface so, like, you can't slide? Yes. Okay. Yeah, like yeah, a yeah. protective surface. Yes. And Sydney and I were washing the boat bare feet. Washing the boat bare Sorry, feet. Sorry, we were washing the boat, like, scrubbing it, cleaning it, but we were bare feet doing it. Got it, got it. So our feet were rubbing <laughs> Okay, I hate this. No, I really don't. I don't, I don't even want to know the end of the story, but tell us. So the reason why I'm bringing stuff because Sydney's like, you have to talk about on the podcast. So our feet were scraping the bottom, and it happened to me, but she brought it up because I was embarrassed. You got turned on? No, it, yeah, it started making us, like, tingle. Like, you know how some people are like, if you do certain workouts, you can start to feel like an orgasm coming on yes that happened when our feet were scraping the bottom who brought it who said it first sydney said it to me <laughs> and she goes jordan do your feet feel weird now go are you kidding me i was like i didn't want to say anything because i felt like a psychopath but i feel like i'm about to come <laughs> what <laughs> yes from the bottom of the boat from the bottom of the boats so we're like are there certain if you're a doctor i want to know are there certain things on the bottom of your feet that alert you your pressure signals? signals yes what yes no! okay that's so i have never i speaking of like i've heard the ab thing mm -hmm. where you sit in the chair and you lift your legs up i heard Ooh. that's like if you see somebody doing it they're basically like jacking off in their mind yeah that's what happens to me is does it yeah so the bottom of the boat did the same thing to you yes ah. but it was even more intense like we both were like all right we gotta stop doing this <laughs> so he was like i have to go call my boyfriend and go home right now <laughs> Like, literally. It was bad. What? Uh, it was so weird. So I'm just wondering if there's, like, weird things at the bottom of your feet. But I was like, you need to go home and ask Graham to, like, put sandpaper on the bottom of your feet. <laughs> you, were, you have Graham and I trying all of these things. <laughs> like, yo, Graham, buy some sandpaper. I'm going to lay on the end of the bed, and you're just going to gently rub my feet with it. <laughs> Can you imagine? No, I can't imagine this new. I will. I will, for the sake of the podcast, attempt sandpaper at the bottom of my feet and let you know what i think or like go like have them go like this okay I'm to the bottom of my yeah. feet i don't maybe okay. that's why the people have foot fetishes no maybe it is they say but they say that's don't they say foot fetishes are just your brain wired one what because the the feet and like the orgasm 
component in your brain are like right beside each other so a foot fetish is just the plug in your brain's like the wrong it just got wired wrong well you just answered my questions probably maybe my brain since it was like so much sensation on my feet it was getting confused on where to go honest to god it could have been it could have been hitting both it yes Wait, that's actually probably it because um, it was like sending like the, what do you call them, pleasure signals? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was sending them <laughs> right up my leg. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so Florida was great. I had a great time. I actually did have a great time. I was stranded, delayed for multiple hours in West Palm Beach, and I had an incredible weekend. <laughs> you, you can't fly right now when it goes well. No. If you go to the airport right now, especially if you're going abroad, like – get ready it's not gonna go well well that's why i'm like when we go to huntington west virginia i'm like are we even gonna get there mainly most likely not uh so speaking of that how's rough and rowdy going okay rough and rowdy's good so you just said nobody's here on the weekend and i was laughing to myself because i'm here on the weekend which is rare because i feel like you were so go 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 before rough and rowdy it's actually been nice like i've just said of course i could be going to the shore because we still have the high noon house in the Jersey Shore, but I've canceled the last two weekends. I'm like, I'm chained to New York City. Graham's been traveling. I'm just, go- I'm just going to the gym. I'm like really focused, so it's been nice. Mm-hmm. Um, you came and watched me spar today, which I was did. fun. Because so you got fun. to see. Like, it's real. And I got my first bloody nose. Like, I got knocked in the face, and it just was, like, bleeding. But it wasn't even, like, the regular kind of bleeding, like, snot. You know, like, the snot blood, like, that. I mean, it was just gushing. I saw the picture. Yeah. But but Leo, my trainer, was, like, afterwards, because I, I started crying when it happened. And he's, like, are you scared? Or not, are you scared? Are you hurt? I said, no, I'm just scared. No, like, my nose doesn't hurt. I'm just freaking out. But I'm getting excited for Rough and Rowdy. Um, Me too. Are you? You seem like you, you're you into this set selling the 70K. Well, it took a turn. So I was always excited for you, but actually seeing you in the... Ring. Ring. I say rink. The ring today, it made it come to life. Yeah. And I've seen how much you've improved because when I first saw you sparring, like... I mean, obviously, no one's going to be incredible the first time. I saw you improve so much from today. Like, you looked you. Like, like you were... You've been training your butt off. You looked stronger. You looked faster. And I was like, dang, like, it is coming to life. Yeah, and I can't... I've noticed, too, like, if I take two days off, I lose something. Really? Yeah, like, I don't have enough time because I, I can't train for a year. It's a crash course. It's two months. So, I'm like, in order to build muscle memory, it has to be every day. I can take one day off a week just to, like, recover. But I'm like, I have to go. Like, I just go, 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 like, head down. So that's, like, I was talking to you about this earlier, but, like, I love my friends right now. What? Sorry. The- that's okay. What? <laughs> burping. Oh, you're burping. I was like, what is it? <laughs> I just keep burping. Jordan, before the episode, was like, <laughs> and we were like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Which I have never done in public in front of you guys. <laughs> never. You never have. It's because I'm drinking this fucking Diet Coke. We're trying to stay awake. We're tired. Yes. Um, but I, I was saying how I'm, like, proud of my friends right now because I feel like everyone's giving me space in life. And I'm like, thank you. Yeah. Um, okay, so my weekend up. So my, my shot's the bloody nose. Shoot your shot. Quick question. How, how long do you train for? It's been, we're getting more and more, like, hour and a half usually. Okay. Two hours. We did two hours on Sunday. Because I feel like training two hours a day, like, it's, that is your weekend. It is because you're so sweaty. You have to go 30 minutes before. You, like, afterwards, you have to shower. Like, it's like a four-hour ordeal. You, you, have, you have to eat after. Have to eat after. And I've just been, like, getting in bed. Yeah. And watching movies. Yes. That's, like, all I can do right now. I'm just I'm just tired, but I'm loving it. Yeah. I'm liking the challenge. Um, my therapist told me that I'm afraid to go 100% at things in life and in the ring because I'm afraid of the danger zone. Have you ever thought about that? So, like, if you give it 100%, 
there's a really big chance you'll fail. Yes. Like if you stay at 90, you can kind of control it. And then if you go all the way 100, so if you're fully throwing punches, if we're like fully putting ourselves out there with this podcast, like 100%, mm-hmm. really big chance we fail. But if we stay at 90, we kind of like guard our face or like don't put out as much or we, are, we don't put out like our juicy clips. Yeah. Then we have less of a chance to fail. Wait, that's actually so accurate for you. And we were just talking about this because I feel like with Mean Girl Pod, you, and I mean this, just listen before, like it's going to sound offensive at, at first, but just listen. At first, I feel like <laughs> up until episode like 18, you were going like 80%. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you like shot up and started being very vulnerable. You started opening up about your relationship with Graham and yourself and you just gave it a hundred and it's shown off and now you're like going to the moon with it. But I, I get that. I felt like you were in the danger zone or the 90% zone for a really long time. Yeah, I protect myself until I'm like, I almost get sick of protecting myself. Mm -hmm. Like I get so annoyed that I'm at 90 that I'm like, what's it take to do a hundred? Also, I had to get my confidence back like at Barstool. Like that was the biggest part of that. But it's, it's totally that. It's like, you can't do it because you're afraid of what will happen. But it's so liberating. Like the pain of not doing it is so much worse than the pain of doing it. But you don't just go to 100. You go to like 200. You go from like 90 to 200. Yeah, I get obsessive. And I love it. Well, that's your zero to 100 personality right there. That's that. Yeah. So, yeah, that is 100% true. (laughs) Um, I also feel like I need to talk to you about this. This has been a big one. It's terrifying. I know. I'm feeling like a bad, like, spouse, kind of. Okay. Yesterday, Alex goes, I've been a shitty spouse lately. I'm like, whoa all right, please wait and tell me on the podcast. Why? I just feel like I'm only taking. Have you ever felt like you've been in a relationship where I feel like I'm teetering? No, I'm perfect. (laughs) Sure don't. Thank you. Next (laughs) topic. I'm totally kidding. Not as much in a a romantic relationship because in five years, but in friendships I have, yes. Friendships too. It's like, it's odd though because I'm so happy with what I'm doing. Like I'm loving work and I'm loving the rough and rowdy training. And then I go home and I, I love seeing that kid. Like I'll always tell him I'm like, I would, I, there's nobody else I would have married ever. Like I would just be single or it's you. And it's like, I'm obsessed with him, but I feel like sometimes I'm like right now I'm just absorbing you. Like, I don't feel like I'm giving him anything. Does he feel that way? I don't think so. He also recognizes like what I'm doing. Like he's like, you're just, you're spent. Like that's all you, you, you're doing all you can right now, but he's doing He's Graham's doing stuff right now too. Like he's finally getting acclimated to work. And I, I feel like the bear, I can ask him about it, but I just feel like a shell kind of like, I don't feel like I'm elevating him. Does that make sense? Yeah. But I feel like in relationships that happens, like you give and you take and you go through periods where, and I'm sure once Ralph and Rowdy's done and Graham starts working in the fall, he's going to feel, feel the same way. Like he's taking from you because he's going to be learning a whole new type of lifestyle. You know what I mean? That's true. So I feel like that's just like how it works in relationships. Like there is just a period where I guess that's true. Like it is okay because you're just like, I would want him to have the reverse. Like I would do it for him. Yeah. And he's just doing it for me right now. And it's temporary. It's temporary. And like you're, you're doing something that's good for you. It's not like you have like this bad gambling addiction that you're off doing. You're like, Graham, I just need like one more week to win. Like, (laughs) you're doing something that's so good for you. Wait, that's a really good point. It's not like I'm exhausted because I'm out partying. Yes. Yeah, that's a better way to put it. (laughs) The gambling addiction is good too. That (laughs) you actually, you just made me feel so much better. That's what it is. And he, and he keeps saying, he's like, I'm nothing but proud of you. Yeah. But I just feel guilty. But you're right. It's a positive thing. It's positive. It's temporary. 
also you're aware of it and i always think as long as you're aware of it it makes it 50 percent better <laughs> as long as you know as long as you're aware it makes every situation a little bit better that's very good thank you that was helpful okay Th- that was a good little therapy session and i feel a lot better good i'm glad i could help i'm gonna fire my therapist i don't need her i need you how is my brain working at 525 I don't know, actually. Good question. Um, okay, so this weekend, one other thing oh. I did was went to dinner. <laughs> Hold on, I was like, scoot closer to Alex. <laughs> Get your ass up over there, Jordan. <laughs> um, I went to dinner. You were supposed to come to dinner with yes. our friend, Randy, and I. My flight was delayed. Your flight was delayed. But she said something to me that caught my mind, which she was like, do you think guys stay single um, because their friends are single? Like, just she kind of just, like, said that in passing. And then I was reading the listener questions – and somebody said something that sparked, like, the, it was in the same vein. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to read it to you. Do I read? Can I read this? Yeah, sure. Do you want to read it? No. Okay, I'm going to read it. <laughs> what are sexy things guys do that they have no idea are sexy to girls? Like, favorite colognes or scents or things like that. And it, all of this just made me think of, like, group think, how girls view guys, guy gaze, male gaze, female gaze. Mm-hmm. And I just think we would be remiss if we didn't talk about it okay i'm so excited to talk about this also i feel like what guys think is so what we like what we think we do is sexy is what guys find sexy and Mm -hmm. what we find sexy in guys isn't what they think girls think is sexy does that make sense yes that's absolutely true yes like we we all think like i think if i do this it's so hot but guys are like no you need to do this to turn me on you know what i mean right and vice versa for guys. Like, the most obvious glaring one is, like, I think I should be skinny for guys. And guys are like, can you get an ass? <laughs> Literally. Please get an ass on you. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> like, even the, like, so you know how, like, uh, we have that food clip from episode last 25? One. Yeah. <laughs> episode the we don't know. <laughs> I was, was, like, the last one. <laughs> I, I was first embarrassed to post it because I was like, no, like, guys are going to be so turned off. And then I was like, no, I feel like guys love when girls eat. Literally, no, it's, that's so, I think so, like, we want, I was talking to Chuck that works here today, he's like, you know, sometimes girls think we need to have, like, these small toned arms, Mm -hmm. and it's like, guys want us to have an, like, an ass on us, like, Graham's like, if you, can you please eat some? Where's my bicep? Yes! Whoa. That's a bow and arrow bicep. That's a bow and arrow, that's a shooter bicep. (laughs) But it's, like, such a misconception, because I'm like, when did girls think, we should be skinny when guys are sitting there being like, can we please get some curves? Like, mm-hmm. they, they want to, like, grab curves. Like, they don't want to grab you when it's, like, bone. Yeah, if I was a lesbian, I wouldn't want bone. No, I would be like, I want, like, thick. Like, I want to, like, slap the ass. Yes, or, like, <laughs> you would want to play with those titties. Yes, like, that's... I wish, I wish when I gained weight, they went to my boobs. Where did they go? It goes to, like, my thighs, which is fine. That's I don't, good, too. Graham loves that. He's like, that's great. But I wish it went to my tits so bad it might eventually i don't i'm trying like, your boobs you, look gr- incredible in that blue sports route you had on today i am not going to lie <laughs> something is happening in the past like three months where my boobs are getting like slightly bigger it could be they're getting perkier from you increasing your chest strength wow i will take that no i'm serious like because you're working your pectorals and your pectorals lift your boobs up okay i will never stop boxing that's why if you get boob jobs females aren't allowed to do chest work or they shouldn't do chest workouts because like you can't work that pectoral area anymore because you have a boob job oh that would be why yeah okay yeah Yeah. that might be that that could be it yeah they're getting a little perkier yeah they are i saw them in that blue sports where i was like wow they look so good 
Thank you. You're welcome. Oh. <laughs> look, they look lifted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want them to look lifted. Yeah, yeah. I want to not. Be, I want to be able to not wear a bra and they stay lifted. I don't know if that will ever happen. Yeah, it might not. <laughs> but Maybe. if it does, it probably will fall. Like they'll they'll sag again eventually. Yeah, I, that's gonna suck. But that's that's one thing that I think girls think. Okay, have you ever have you ever heard the saying like I'm not I'm not who I think I am and I'm not who you think I am. I am who I think you think I am. Please say that one more time. Okay, so Slowly. I'm, I'm not who I think I am. Wait, wait. Mm-hmm. You're not who you think you are. Not who you think you are. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm also not who you think I am. I'm also not who you think I am. Okay. I am who I think you think I am. That's, That's a, like a mathematical equation, Alex. Have you thought about that, though? I, I don't understand the last part. Okay, like if you think I'm a bitch, if I think you think I'm a bitch, then I, to me I'm a bitch. Correct. If I'm like Jordan thinks I suck at podcasting, if I think you think that, <laughs> then you're like I suck at. Podcasting. Then I think. Oh, that. so if I think so if I think that you think I'm dumb, I'm dumb. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You're letting that like get to you. That's how I think the male female gaze is. Mm-hmm. Like we think guys want a skinny girl, therefore we're like let's be skinny, but nobody's ever asked a guy. And I think guys oh. think girls want a jacked guy. But I don't think most girls do. Wait, you guys are just like blowing my mo- Oh my god. Guys totally think. That's f- that like guys that are like that are just they're falling into the male gaze. Mm-hmm. And so are we, I guess, if yeah. we want to be sk- stick skinny, that's also like the female gaze. I was working out totally. this morning and there's a lot of guys obviously at the gym. And I remember this one guy, this is kind of mean. But this one guy walked past me and he was very in shape, like credible body. But I was like, I don't think I think that's a trap. Like he wouldn't be my type because he's too in shape. Yes. Do you think there's such. Which I'm not body shaming. <laughs> no, it's yeah. You guys look great. He looked hot as like hot as hell. Yeah. But Sorry. don't you think there's such thing as like almost too pretty of a boy to where you're like, do, you can't possibly care that much about what you look like. A guy cannot be prettier than me. Yeah. And there's a lot of guys who are. <laughs> and they like try so hard to be and I'm like I want a guy that just like wants a burger you know like just is like chilling wants to watch a movie doesn't like have to go to the gym I actually really like the like the taller leaner guy or the taller um I don't want to say dad Bob but like he has like the strong arm strong back but like he doesn't mm-hmm. have a six pack by any means what's like the number one thing a guy can do that turns you on Okay, I don't want to say, like, number one because I have so many, but when a guy has a hat on, he takes his front, he takes it off, <laughs> fixes his hair, and then puts his hat backwards. Oh, my God. That's what does it for you. That is, like, the hottest thing a guy can do. So that has, and, and I think that would be important for guys to know that that has nothing to do with their body. No. That's just, like, a little swag front to back. Like, I, I don't know what it is. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, 100%. I can, I can picture it in my head. I don't know what it is, but when they, when they take off their hat and fix their hair and put it backwards or vice versa, I just am like, please, don't do that ever again. <laughs> oh, you know what it is for me? What? If they can make a decision. Like, being decisive, <sighs> being like, we're going to do X, Y, and Z, or like <sighs> having your, just like taking care of business for you. When Graham does that, I'm like, I'm melting. A guy taking care of you? Oh, 
I will say that is a huge that is a huge turn. That's why I, I tend to lean towards older men because they tend to be more decisive. They're they they have a little bit more experience under their belt. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. I just think if a guy, if you if you were like you can have a really in shape chiseled guy, or you can have a guy that has a great personality, decides where you're going to eat, takes care of you. I'm like, dude, get the looks out the window. Let's go over here. Mm-hmm. Like that's so. I just I love that. Yeah, I feel like there's nothing hot. Back to confidence. Nothing hotter than confidence. Nothing hotter than confidence. So also this weekend, I was going to dinner, and I was walking there, and I passed this table, and there were these two girls sitting there, and it was these two girls, and they were talking so much shit about a girl that wasn't there, and we kept walking, and I was just laughing at myself, and I was like, isn't that funny? Those two girls probably think they're bonding over talking about that one girl that's not there and they're not bonding at all like that's a false sense of bonding doesn't it crack you up when people like prey on somebody else uh, even their misfortune like have you ever done that too where you're like oh so-and-so's not doing well like if grandma and I are like so-and-so's having trouble in their marriage but like we're doing well it's like you think you're propelling yourself in life but you're staying the exact same like you didn't get any better because they were doing worse and it's like the two girls weren't getting closer because they were talking about somebody else. Oh, yeah. I mean, it even goes into like when people are, say we trauma bonded or, <laughs> for example, you go on a trip for work and you all hang out, but then you come back, you don't talk or like people always make a comment like, oh, we're elevator friends. It, because it's like it's fake bonding because you bonded in a situation that isn't relative to what you act like in the world, if that makes sense. Okay, yes. That was, I, a, I, that was, I went all the way around with that. Well, I, okay, the, I think, this is what I think, though. I think we joke sometimes, we say you and I are trauma bonded. <clears throat> yeah. Which I, what I like <clears throat> about that scenario is we had to really find out who each other were in, like, a scenario of adversity. Oh, we, like, built a relationship about, around it, yeah. Correct. Or, like, <clears throat> if you're, if you go through, like, a shitty flying scenario and you're like, we were in the airport for 24 hours but I saw when shit hit the fan, she did X, Y, Z. But if you and I were sitting here just like gossiping about a third person that wasn't there, it's like, we're not actually bonding, but you feel like you are. Yeah. Have you ever been in that scenario where you, you think you and your friends are like texting about this other person and you think like we've gotten closer, but you feel like afterwards, don't you just feel terrible? A hundred percent. I have plenty of friends, not so much in my life anymore that when I when I think about, like, we would sit and talk, I'm like, what do we actually do when we hang out? We literally just bitch and moan about the same person or the same thing. And then when you brought this up a few days ago, I just started thinking about people in my life. And there are definitely people where you think about your conversation you have with them. And you're like, wait, all we know how to do is talk about this person or this thing. We have yes. nothing in common. Yes. And that's that's that saying. That's that small minds talk about people. And then big minds. I think they say big minds talk about ideas, but I just like to say big minds talk about everything else. Yeah. Like if you if you have that friend that you're constantly just gossiping with and you think about it and you're like, if we eliminated the topic of other human beings, <laughs> what would you talk to them about? Exactly. Do you still have something that you would talk to them about? Nothing. Job. Or it even goes to, do I have anything going on in my life? Right, like if you have no other topic besides to talk about other people, um, you know my boy Ed Milet that I love? <clears throat> yes, He yes. says, ego compares you to other people 
your ego is like comparing you to like, well, I'm better than her yes. this way. But your self-esteem compares you to you. Like where you're like, but how am I doing in life? You're like just, where am I at? You're really th- throwing me through a loop in this episode. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, so your ego compares you to other people. I totally get. But your self-esteem compares you to yourself. Yeah, it's like, where yes! are you? Where are yes! you at? Rough and Rowdy has me just reading a lot. I'm just not no. doing anything. That's so true. I also think about it even when I go on dates. Like I've been on dates with people who just bitch and moan. And I've gone on dates with people who have intellectual conversations. I'm not going to keep going out with the person who bitches and moans. I'm like, why would I want to waste two hours of my day just being negative and talking to you about that when I can have meaningful conversations with big-minded people? Big-minded people. It's like, it's so funny to think about because when you leave, okay, I caught myself doing this actually. And you probably, everyone I think does. But sometimes I would be so mentally exhausted from work. I would go home with Graham and I'd be like, can we just like talk about like, pe-? like it was a mental break for me. <laughs> See pizza. People. Oh, like I'd be like, can I think of something dramatic to talk about? Cause it gave myself a break. <laughs> yeah. And I thought how a, I felt terrible afterwards. Like you think when you're gossiping about how bad someone else is doing or something you don't like about them, that you're getting better. And it's like, you're getting so much worse. Like you feel so much worse. hundred percent. I even, even not so much now more so when I was in high school and maybe in college a bit I would have friends where if their name lit up on my phone I'm like here goes another bitch session or hear them here's them complaining about x y and z again I, where I would be like I, I can't I can't like the text is not gonna say hey how's your day no it's gonna be like oh my god did you see so it's on Instagram yes and you're just like no I didn't see it which would bring more stress to my life because there's more problems that I didn't want to deal with that now I have to deal with because you are inserting me into this conversation that I don't want to be in yes I used to think I used to think like real freedom was like saying whatever I wanted yeah and now I'm like real freedom is having the discipline to not say it because the more I talk about other people the less I feel like myself so yes. I'm like freedom for me it's not talking about other people because I feel more like Alex. Like, if I can't compare or talk about other people, I have to just look at me. You yeah. You know what I mean? I'm just like, no, how are you doing? No, don't talk about them. Like, you're not getting any better. And so I'm like, freedom. I used to, I literally would think it just like letting it fly. Yeah. But it's like gossip feels so shitty that being actually free is shoving it back in your mouth, not talking about other people and like forcing yourself to feel your raw feelings. Do I know what I do when I want to talk about people? What? So like, obviously there comes a time and a place where it is okay to vent about people to hundred percent. We're I, we, we all do that. It's not, please don't listen to this yeah. and think we're not saying that. Be human. But we're more so talking about like when you have a friend that you just literally complain about every single day, it's like, just end the friendship. Like, you obviously don't like them. Yeah. Like, just end it. Yes. That false feeling of, like, thinking yeah. you're elevating yourself with the person at the table when it's, yeah, like, Like, not. pity things. But sometimes all friends bother you. That's totally normal. But what I do now is I will type the text to the friend I'm going to vent to. And I'll, like, let it sit. I'll delete it. I'll, or I'll save it in my notes. And if I still feel that way, the next day I'll send it. Mm-hmm. Because I've realized I'm definitely someone who like jumps. Okay. I'm very over, like I'm very dramatic. I jump to the conclusion or like jump to my anger like it's the best to me. And I've realized if I like let it sit for 24 hours, I will not feel that way the next day. You probably won't send the text at all. I never do. Yeah. And it makes me feel so much better because I have less drama in my life. Like I've sent almost sent so many texts, but I what I'll do is I'll save it in a note or type it out like I'm sending and then just like put it away. And then the next day I'm like, wait. I don't even need to deal with that anymore. It's not even that big of a deal. That's so true. You probably feel like, don't you think when you send those little texts, like Instagram, I feel like started this for everybody. Mm-hmm. You're like, did you see what so-and-so, did you see who so-and-so is with on Instagram? Okay. So you just took like part of your brain 
and then took up that much space with the person you're going to sit there and text for an hour. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and then you do that three times a day. And think about it, you're also then causing that other person to have more drama in their life. Yeah, you're just like bringing them into it instead of, yeah. okay, I might take your thing and type out the text. Yeah, please. And then maybe I'll delete it and still text that person, but I'll say like, hey, how's your day? Or like a news article or something. Maybe, maybe what we could do we could do this. We could do this. I love it. I can see like the wheels turning. <laughs> I'm like, all right, let's get, what's happening. What are we going to do? Maybe we could practice one time elevating like our conversation. So like, if you're like, okay, I want to text our best friends, but trying something new. Like, did you see what's going on in the world? Or like, have you watched a new show? And what did you think about it? Like yeah. just opening the conversation way more than like an Instagram. Like I think we're so comfortable these days just DMing each other posts or being like cute yeah. outfit, like so surface level, but just like trying one time to like dig a little deeper. Or I, I love that. I also was thinking if you want to talk shit about someone, call them because most of the time you're not going to call them. If it's that important, call them. And if it's not important, I mean, if it's like, cause to me, I'm like, okay, if I want to talk shit about someone, but I have to call them to do it, I'm never going to do it. You know what I mean? Cause Wait, it's not that important. Call the person? Like the, the rule I'm going to tell oh! myself is if I want to talk shit about someone, I have to call them and actually say it to them. It's never that important. So I never will actually end up calling them. No, I'd rather eat a light bulb than call somebody. Same. Yeah. <laughs> Same. <laughs> but that, that way it's like, you you think it just makes you step back and you're like, Wait. cause a text is so easy to do. I also tried a vib- I also tried another vibrator. I forgot to tell you about yes! that. Yes! Oh my god! Oh, how did we forget? It's literally on the front of my note. It goes Alex's vibrator reviews. Jordan, when she forgets something. <laughs> no. Yes, you got. You got. Um, we'll post it on. Let's post. Can we post it on YouTube? Yeah. Okay, it's posted on YouTube so you guys can see it. Yeah, you got a real one. Got a real one. And and I hate vibrators. I hate them. I I. I tried it. I much, I much prefer human touch. Like, I w- couldn't stop laughing. I was giggling the whole time. What? Isn't that weird? Sorry, I'm not shaming you. Sorry. That's, that's thank you. I, I was going to let you. But isn't that, I, I just decided they're not for me. That's all I wanted to tell you. I, I'm, I'm off the train. I love, things I love are the can outfits. You can have it. You can have it. I've been using it as like a Theragun on my arm. Is that weird if I took it from you? No, I don't think so. If, if, if I cleansed it. How, did you put it in anywhere? Yeah, slightly. No. I cleansed it. Uh, I don't know. It's just a you got a really nice vibrator. Yeah, it's it's great. I've and I've been using it on my body like to work out my muscles. I hate. I could not stop laughing. I was giggling like I was. I had tears coming down. Really? Yeah. And Graham was just like, "This is not." It's so weird. If it's like it's like if he's holding this, which is holding the vibrator, which is touching me, I'm like, get rid of the thing in the middle. I just want you to touch me. Maybe the the vibration is just like too much for your body to handle. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yes. I got a massage also over the weekend and he touched my armpit and I was like, don't touch. Like I just, I've been really ticklish lately. You had a male masseuse? Yeah. How did you ever had a male masseuse? Yeah, I don't like it. Graham told me when guys get massages, it's a known thing that they'll just get hard. How awkward is that? That to me seems so awkward. And like masseuses know if they touch you in weird spots, guys will just get hard. Have you guys heard that? No. So you get a massage and you're laying with the blanket and you're just hard. I also don't know a lot of, like, I don't, 
and I don't, I don't mean this like you know I don't know a lot of men who get massages I don't know a lot of guys who get them because a lot of guys I know hate being touched like that maybe it's that because they get boners I'm like how how embarrassing no wonder they always ask for female masseuses yes I was like no wait did you like the male I didn't I've never so I had a female and she called in sick and so they were like the only person we have available is a male and I was like I've never had a male masseuse I didn't like it at all all because he was never once hitting on me ever in a bazillion years and I still kind of slightly felt like that yeah well you're naked with a stranger and I, I in TMI I was on my period and I was like oh. I, I hated it like I hated it like the tamp they I, I didn't like it at all when I came to New York I, I've gotten a massage a few times in New York but one time I had this old lady massage me and like in my head I'm like okay she's probably doing this forever it's gonna be great she got so close to areas that I did not want her near she was just too comfortable with me it was not inappropriate because I was just like the way she probably just she's been doing it for years she's like this is what I know what to do like she doesn't care but I was like all right you're really up high on my inner thigh okay no and it's inevitable it's like their craft yeah so like they know and they're so comfortable with it it's probably like you and I coming in here riffing on subjects we've gotten more comfortable on yeah if we brought in a third party that doesn't ever do this they'd be like we're not going to talk about that I'm not comfortable these masseuses I'm like you can't graze the side of my boob like you can't but they they do it's like a lymphatic drainage so it's like of course like you have to hit the lip nodes like it's very strategic and I'm just like I don't know. I feel so uncomfortable. In Minnesota, they would be so like, do you care if I touch you here? Do you like, but here they're just like, yeah, you're like, this is my body and I feel awkward. But I would never, if I was a guy and I knew if, unfortunately you're the one that like gets hard, I would never get a massage. I'd be like, no, no, that is so awkward. I would tape it down. (laughs) I would tape that thing down. I'd be like, no. You'd have to tape it down. I would be mortified. Would you not? I don't even know if you could tape it down. Oh, but no, that, that's very interesting. I always wonder that. I also wonder how much self-control guys have to not get a boner. I do not think, uh, I think, I think if a guy's in a massage, if he's making out with somebody and the boner is coming on, I would like to think they could tape it down. I would like to think you could tape it down. I think that's tapes coming up or you have to go to the hospital. It's broken. Or like five compressions. Okay. <sighs> What a random episode. I love it. <laughs> I think about this. So, so sometimes I don't like to wear bras. Yeah. So you never wear bras, I never. By I, the way. I literally loathe them. But sometimes I'll put tape over my nipples. Yeah. And I think it is bad for them if they would like to get hard. I don't, I don't know why, but I have to say, I think if they want to get hard and they're taped down, they don't like it. And I think it would be the, a boner would be that on steroids. I think if the boner wants to go up, you have to let it go. But if you tape it down, you're doing a disservice to men as a whole. Alex, you and your boobs are a different breed, okay? <laughs> I mean, I respect what you just said, but I don't think my boobs feel the same way as your boobs. Really? Yeah, I don't think I'm doing them a disservice when I, when I hide the nipple. Does it not hurt? No. No. Oh, it hurts me. Also, there, I think there's like nothing sexier though when like nipples are just hard. I hate, like, on myself, I hate soft nipples on myself. Like, when you're wearing a shirt and you can see, like, the outline, I'm like, damn, this looks good today. But you can't wear it in any environment, so you have to be very particular. Like, I couldn't walk into work with hard nipples. I have to I think to the bar. Okay, this is something I've been thinking about, though. Why not? I would, like, I think that 
guys can do guys can do whatever. Mm-hmm. This isn't this isn't like a gender thing. I don't really want to make it one. But why can we not just like let our boobs go? Can we not just like let them fly? Can we not wear a bra? Why like do you if, do that? I do do that. <laughs> I, I pretty much do. But sometimes if I'm wearing like a tight shirt, I'm like, if people are gonna feel weird, because like it's it, I'm more comfortable yeah. if I don't. And then like the other day at boxing. I was on my period and it's like, Leo's like, why do you keep having to go to the bathroom? And I'm like, I can't tell you, but it's like something girls just do in general. Like, I just want it to be more, Oh, really? I just want to be myself and be like, I, ha- cause I have to go to the bathroom. Oh, I'm so open about my period. And I was like, I got my period. Gotta go. Okay. You just tell people that now I do. I, cause I realized, okay. So in most dangerous games, I had my period. It sucked, but I was around a lot of males and bathrooms are very limited. So I was just like, you guys, I have my period. And, and I realized they didn't care. They're like, okay, that's fine. I've never come across a guy that did care. No, I mean, I mean a mature guy. <laughs> right. It's just like, hey, you, what are you going to do? You can't help it. Yeah. And it's just so much more comfortable if you're just like, listen, I just want to like be myself and like do my thing. Yeah. Like operate as a, like we're just bodies and I just want to like be allowed to be the body. All right. Let's move on to Q&A with JNA. So this girl wrote in and she said, what are your guys' thoughts on going through your boyfriend's phone? I did it last night and I feel extremely guilty. Okay. <laughs> Have you ever... Yes, going through. Well, that's how I found our grandpa. Oh, yeah. right. <laughs> I wasn't. I think that it's important to distinguish when I found out that Graham cheated on me. I wasn't going through his phone. I was on his laptop, and his texts were on it. Right, 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 right. That's a huge difference. Very, yeah. very big difference. Here was the thing with it. I had a very big rule to never go through his phone ever. I think if you're going to date somebody, friend, date somebody, anything, you have to fully trust them. Yes. Like if you, you should always feel comfortable handing me your phone for me to airdrop you my photos and no, I'm not going to read your text messages. You know, it's funny you say that because today I gave you my, what did you do with my phone today? Oh, you were, you were um, doing TikToks on my phone and I was just like, Hey, here's my phone. I'm going to go to the bathroom. I left. I don't know what I did. And I remember walking away and I'm like, wow, I feel so comfortable with Alex touching my phone. Because, well, one, I'm not worried about you reading any of my texts, but two, I, I never even thought in the back of my mind you would ever look at anything. No. Which you, is rare, by the way, to feel that way towards even a friend. Correct. Yeah. But that's a good point. Like, that's how you know. It's not, it's not that you have texts about me or not. Yeah. It's that you know I'm not going to open your phone and te- check your text messages. Yes. Ever. So with Graham, I always had a rule, and it was I will never check his text messages. So even when it popped up on his laptop and the girl texted him hi, I was like, this is, we, this is a shitstorm we're about to have right mm-hmm. here. But even when we got back together, there was a period where I was like, I'm allowed to take your phone at any point, and I am allowed to read your messages, and you're allowed to know that and sit here while that. But now, oh, I'm about to contradict myself, actually. I, w- I want to know if she found anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I wish she said. Or like why she felt the need to. Yeah. I was going to say that's probably the bigger point because at this moment I could take Graham's phone and read all of his text messages. But I think when you're dating, I think it's a hard line. Absolutely not. You don't do it. You just have to trust them. Also, when you're, if you're dating someone or if you're in a friendship and you feel the need to, you should really reconsider that relationship. That's the bigger problem is why do you feel the Like why why is there that, br- that branch – why is there that breach of trust yeah. that you need to read them? Like, what are you feeling underlying that? But yeah, because when I was in a relationship, 
I trusted him wholeheartedly. He, like, if he wanted something, I'd be like, yeah, here's my phone. Because I knew I had nothing and he would do the same for me. But I know that I've had a few friends where they're in relationships and their significant other doesn't let them use their phone because it's like a power thing. The, you know, it's No, it's fucked up. I know that face. Like, they're like, I'm not hiding anything. I just don't think you need to look at my phone. It's my phone. And I'm like, that is a red flag. No, get the password. Get the phone. <laughs> right? That get is the a phone. red flag. Get the phone. If you are saying you're not allowed to see my phone, if I'm being sketchy like this, not showing you my tab, in what world? Yes. No. Also, um, one of my friends, she was seeing this guy, and she wasn't hiding anything on her phone, but... Okay, I'm gonna, I need to make sure I'm telling this story correctly. So, so one of my friends was seeing this guy, and he. Okay, so <laughs> she D, she DM me on Instagram. Her and I DM all the time. She's like one of my very good friends, and I noticed one time that she read my DM and didn't respond. And I was like, "What the heck? That's not like her." I was like, "Oh my god, is she mad at me? Like, what happened?" Like, and it was a conversation we were having. I thought it was so strange. Uh-huh. And a week later, I was like. And you didn't respond to my DM either. And she goes, what are you talking about? And I go, you read my DM but didn't respond. And she's like, no, I didn't. And she found out it was because um, the guy she was seeing was looking through her phone. Mm-mm. And it it did not end well. But, like, the fact that – because she was like, why does he feel like the need – so that happened once. Then she, she found out he was looking through her phone more and more as she would, like, do things around the house. He would, like, look at her phone. But, like, that – started the revolutionary war and they are not together anymore oh i bet not yeah i've also always thought this if i felt the need to look through your phone it's because i'm feeling insecure yeah like not not because i think you're doing anything but because i'm like maybe she's talking about me in some way yeah you know like it has everything to do with me and nothing to do with you and your phone i could be wrong but i feel like in a friendship it's more of like an insecurity of your own but in a relationship you're insecure that they might be fooling around with someone else i could be wrong though no i think that's true i think i think when you're dating it should be open that you could look through their phone but one of my friends one time texted me and was like okay i don't know what to do he's in the shower and i just went through his phone i'm like say less why are you going through his phone and why he's in the shower it's it's never going to be like don't snoop through and and think you're gonna find something hope you're gonna find something yeah like that's not ever that's like the dramatics and the flair it's like if you're gonna go through their phone I think you have to do it while they're beside you or something it has to be more open than that it can't be caddy behind their back looking through their phone because two wrongs never made it right like those are both wrong him texting somebody and you going through his phone without him knowing yeah like if you came to me and you're like I found this text I'd be like why are you going through my phone that, and that would be the issue, not me finding the text. Correct. Me going through your phone. I bet now we have two of the same issues. I don't know which one's worse. Do you think the ends justify the means? Like, is it like if you go through someone's phone, find something, like, could they get mad at you for going through their phone? I think that's the two wrongs. Like, yeah, I agree. I think then we're in a pickle. Like, then then we are in the zone of, yeah, I found that you were texting this other girl. And then he's like, right, and you don't trust me. I think the texting the other girl trumps it. Mm-hmm. I do think that's the problem. However, you don't get to go through their phone. I mean, that's just a breach of trust. We just have a trust problem there. That's just, you just can't, we just can't be doing that. Yeah. I also know if I was ever to get, in, when I get in a relationship, <laughs> if I was ever to get in one ever again, I... That would be an immediate red flag if I ever felt the need to look through their phone or if I didn't trust them, immediately would have to end that relationship. Yes. 
Yes. When I did take Graham's phone, because when I saw the text, the high text, I said, now I need to see your phone. I need to read them all. And he said to me, I bet you're hoping you find something. And I said, in what world what? do you think that I want to find something to just get mad about? Wait, no, but that also is something, too, is sometimes people subconsciously want to end a relationship. They don't know why, so they're looking for a problem. Yes, he was like, "You're now you're trying to find something. And I was like, I actually like you, contrary to what's going on inside your brain. I don't want to devastate myself. It all goes back to going back to the why of why you're doing it. Yes, and it's like it wasn't – it was what? him thinking I wanted in it, but I didn't want to. What are your intentions? Yes, dig the layer deeper. I said – so I know I said that's one of my friends once I was like, Alex told me this like advice one time of uh, – what was it like to – can you just repeat the advice? The tension thing? <laughs> my brain isn't working. It was like find your intention or something yeah. like that. You're like – when you're like in a situation, you're like what, – what are your intentions behind why you're doing the thing you're doing? Okay, good for me. You said that. <laughs> Jordan does this to me all the time, dude. She says I said something, and I'm like, I said that? That was pretty I, sick. I couldn't tell you the color <laughs> of like, pink Whitney yeah, Vodka today. Guys, I'm trying to compliment you. Thank you. No, but you did say that. Yeah. You did. I believe that. Yeah. I, I'm, it's it was a good one. She said it changed her. She should have changed her perspective, by the way. It was like great advice. I like that. But that goes back to why are you looking at the phone? What are your intentions behind looking at the phone? Are you trying to find a problem? Are you doing it because you don't trust them, or are you doing it because you're insecure? Oh, yes. I understand in this context. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, the intention behind it is always, yes. Have you ever, last night I had an intention problem. Ooh. I was just, Graham was taking a nap. Not a big deal. Closing his eyes for 20 minutes. 20 minutes on the couch. Okay. In the meantime, my mom sent me a text message that just like slightly set me off. Graham wakes up from the nap and I'm like, nice nap. Like he just. Wait, I always get mad when Mike naps. It enrages me. <laughs> what? I don't know why, and I have to check myself always. When I walk in the door and he's napping, I'm enraged. I was. <laughs> Is there something I don't know about relationships and napping? <laughs> I, I, it feels I, unproductive. I, I, oh, yes. like, you, like, why weren't you cleaning or why weren't you doing oh, the dishes? My, yes. I thought I was a psychopath. If I can't nap, you can't nap. Like, yeah, I'm <laughs> That's what it was. I was yeah. like, I'm not coming home and napping. How dare you nap? Yes. <laughs> and That's it's like, funny. there's things to be done. And then he said to me, he said, you do, you do know I wake up at four every day and I, I'm at the gym at five. And then I go and I'm like, right, 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 right. But I said, and then I walked off and I'm like, what are you, what are you so mad about? I was mad about my mom's text message. And I'm, and I walk in the room and I'm like, oh, you had yogurt, which made you tired. And then you napped and you knew the yogurt would make you tired. I that's insane that is crazy and so and but i was thinking what's the like what's the problem and it was the layer below it was my mom's text message yeah and i just took it reorganized it and shot it at him yeah i mean that's like whenever i'm mad at someone i'm like okay why am i mad at them i you know i'm not kidding alex you telling me the intention thing has changed my life it's so true though because most of the time that's the problem yeah or it always is or even like a few minutes ago and we were talking and I was like, I'm just in a shitty mood now. It wasn't because of you guys. It was like my, my, it was, I was like sat back quick and I was like, okay, what are my intentions? I'm angry because I'm actually just really tired and hungry. You also want a really good episode. That's wanted, what it is. Yeah. That's what it was for everybody. Everybody wants a good episode. It's like yeah. if you look at the end goal and then you like backtrack and you're like, yeah. what's the intention? It's not the people. Yeah. It's never the people. Usually not for the people. <laughs> it's usually not the people. It's usually <laughs> just me. Point right at yourself. Have you ever had your phone gone through? You guys, I don't remember anything when I, like, pre-New York. I don't remember what it was like being in a relationship. I'm, I'm dead 
<laughs> Seriously, like, what was life back in pre-New York, Minnesota age? It was just gray. Like, literally, it's a of Oz. It didn't exist. Literally, I, I don't think I don't think I've ever had a boy go through my phone. I think I I had a friend though. I think I have had a boy go through my phone, and he found absolutely nothing. And <laughs> no, no, oh no, Miss Bennett, do yes. you have something you'd like to share? Yeah, I guess I'll admit it to the group. I changed a person's name on my phone one time mm. to a girl's name. Nice. Yeah. Was yeah. the person a guy? Yes. Okay. That was immature. Why did you do that? I don't remember. I definitely have done that before. Too. Totally. I've, in my past. I've changed names before my phone. Yeah. It was between senior year of high school and freshman year of college. Yeah. Like, I think we probably all a did tough it. tough time. Yeah. Tough time. It, idiotic time. But yeah, I definitely was like, chain, yeah. Yeah. I, I look back at the things I did. I'm like... Nice. Yeah. yeah. Like, or when you're like talking to guys you don't want your friends to know about, you just like change your name to a girl's name. <laughs> like, get some initials, and you're like, that's really Been smart. That. Yeah. <laughs> but no, if somebody went through my phone, I think they'd be painfully uh, disappointed. Yeah. Also, like, we're at the age two where it's like, if that's happening, they're just delete. Yeah. If somebody goes through my phone, also, they'd be like, can you text somebody back? But I think more so. Don't. You have probably responded to everything. Even, yeah. Well, I have actually, right now, I have. 20 text messages and it's giving me extreme anxiety <laughs> but they're all from when we we're recording so nothing's past that that's nice yeah you're a responder <laughs> today bella came up to me and she goes alex hates me and i go same because she's not responding she goes yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> then i looked at your location I'm like she's walking here i'm just seeing the text and i'm like it's perfect i know sometimes i feel so bad because i literally will send you 30 texts for you respond I'm like hey it's her fault she's not responding no, it's good it's good it's nice yeah it's <laughs> it's really good if i need to venmo you you have to keep texting me <laughs> In the no, or Venmo request me. I'm like, can you please request me? Can you please charge people the correct amount? Can you please, can you please just do something? <laughs> <laughs> we all have strengths and weaknesses, okay? We do, we do. Some more than others. Um, yeah, so I, I'm team, I'm team, if we have to pick one, absolutely we're not going through phones. No. Team no phone. Not going through it. Trust no. them. No, it's so immature. Yeah, 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 yeah. On that note, <laughs> I feel like it's a good time to wrap it up, but uh, diddly do, it's <laughs> And it's 10 p.m., so everybody. <laughs> it's actually 3 a.m., and I'm exhausted. <laughs> we had to record for seven hours to get something good enough. I know. Um, it's, been, it's been a week, okay? I think everyone's on the same page. We're all tired this week. It's groggy. It's hot as hell. It's like summer is just like, we're just in the thick of summer. I hate it here. I hate it here. Everybody have a fabulous week. Like, comment, subscribe. Go. You know what? Let's leave them with one thing to do this week. Okay. And this is what I think it is. Go to YouTube and subscribe. Yes, because we might have cooler stuff coming in the future. Maybe we, maybe we don't, but I just know you, you're going to want to subscribe. Subscribe. And buy Rough and Rowdy. Yes, Rough and Rowdy's coming up. Most Dangerous Games is two more episodes this week. Um, Love you guys so much. Yeah, love you guys. I hope you have a fantastic week. Without you guys, we're nothing. Go Mean Girl. Mean Girl Energy is shooting your shot in any capacity. Cheers to that.